Welcome to Just Go Grind, a show that focuses on helping you launch and grow a business and navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Justin Gordon, and in this episode, we have Shubha Srivastava, co-founder and CEO of Garage Plug, a next-generation software for auto repair and detailing businesses. And in this episode, we talk about how Garage Plug got started, the original MVP, how they got their first customers and the early growth behind the company, navigating pricing for their different products, the transition into enterprise sales, also their decision to end up going to the Upeka Accelerator, their experience with that as well, building out the team behind Garage Plug, Shubra's advice for SaaS founders, and so much more. As always, the show notes are at justgogrind.com slash podcast, and you can support the show by leaving a rating and review over in Apple Podcasts. Without further ado, here is Shubha Srivastava, co-founder and CEO of Garage Plug. Shubra, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Justin. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. There's a lot to talk about. I'm so excited to talk about Garage Plug. And for people who aren't familiar, what are you doing at this company now, Shubra? So, Justin, uh, Garage Plug is a, a SaaS platform for uh, automotive repair businesses. So, it's an end to end platform uh, for them to manage their entire operation, customer experience. Uh, as well as the complete business altogether on the same single platform. And uh, this is a mobile-based platform. We are actually mobile-first platform. So uh, so these people are able to manage everything right on their phone. So this is a short you know, description about what GarageBlog is all about. Yeah, and it seems like that's obviously so useful to have that for them, especially being mobile-first. For this company, for GarageBlog, how did this get started then in the first place, Shubra? So, uh, I mean, it started by chance. Uh, so, uh, actually, the company was initially, uh, you know, started, uh, we, we actually launched this venture in 2017. And uh, just to give you a background, I am one of the co-founders. I am kind of, you know, heading the business. And I have one of the two co-founders, Ashish and Rohit. So, Ashish is actually coming from automotive background. So, he has huge, rich automotive industry experience where, uh, he was actually working uh, with Toyota for 12 plus years and, you know, implementing a lot of workshop operation, operations, processes in in India, outside India, all around. And Rohit, he is a tech geek. He is our, you know, uh, CTO. He, is, he has actually implemented Garage Plug initially. So uh, he is a tech geek. He can build anything overnight. So he is uh, heading the tech. And uh, we have our mentor advisor, Mr. Kuruga-san. He is Japanese, stays in Japan. He's now retired. He worked whole life in Toyota as an after-sales head. And specifically in India, he has spent very long time. So we all were connected together. And, uh, you know, this idea came from... Uh, uh, you know, Ashish, uh, Rohit and uh, uh, Kuruda-san because they had done another venture before where it was a marketplace for the services and that venture did not work pretty well uh, because of the operational challenges these workshops are facing inside. So that is where uh, we decided, okay, to pivot, uh, stop that business and, you know, pivot and build a, all together a new product to bring these, uh, you know, workshop guys on a tech platform or digital platform. So that is where the idea came and uh, we started building this product in uh, 2017. And of course, to build product, to build business, to do anything, you need money. So definitely it's all, you know, came through this uh, principle of effectuation where, you know, because <laughs> you know uh, uh, Kuruda-san, he had put money 
he kind of played gamble like you know uh, uh, with lot of risk he has put all his money on this company and uh, uh, ashish he has huge automotive experience so from his experience we actually built the minimum viable product and of course rohit had put lot of efforts in this so 2017 uh, quarter 3 we launched uh, garage plug uh, as a minimum viable product and uh, to our surprise within one month uh, you know we could get 10 paying customers so that gave us uh, you know boost okay yeah this is the way to go so yeah that's that was the start of the journey i would say yeah yeah and what did that mvp look like at the time then shubra uh it was very tiny product and you know you can call it as a you know simple job card creation and uh, you know invoice uh, creation uh, only these two features were there and very very tiny where you know any kind of small workshop uh, you know mom and pop type small workshop guy where i mean uh, headed by a single person or technician he can just download the app and he can you know uh, create the job cards and create the invoices and send the notifications to customer only this much was there and uh, to our surprise all these people whoever downloaded they were pretty much started within 5 minutes so very tiny product but yeah useful for those people that point in time yeah and for you shubha how did you get those first 10 customers in that in that first month so we were also surprised when we uh, you know um, uh, launched the product the app was you know um, deployed and uh, we didn't know did not do any marketing nothing to our surprise uh, i still remember you know one guy from gujarat uh, in india he downloaded the downloaded the app he was our first customer and uh, we were asking him how did you find us <laughs> so <laughs> Asked him multiple times, boss. How, how did you find us? So he was like, you know, I browsed through Google, and you know, on tenth page or ninth page, I don't know where he could find locate us and download it. And then he was extremely happy. Soon after downloading, he was like, he got started using the product. So that uh, I mean, similar thing we heard from another two three guys also. So initially, it was all first month was like more of a surprise. All these people they downloaded, they started using. and uh, we didn't do any marketing so uh, maybe we were lucky enough <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> from there then so you get your first customers uh, which is great especially you know, to get that validation of of having customers willing to pay you for this then how did you appro- approach growth after that after kind of the initial customers how did you go about growing garage plug so that's a long journey to be honest i mean <laughs> that was pretty quick <laughs> but after that there were a lot of ups and downs so um, we started with the india market and uh, you know our ticket size was pretty low because product was also very tiny you know who will pay for such a small product uh, nobody will pay huge money also we had no idea actually that point in time uh, how to scale uh, what to do with this business all that but we sh- we saw initial traction and uh, uh to be honest we just went blind uh, without thinking too much uh, with the similar customer segment and uh, these people i mean who were our initial let's say you know 50 60 customers they started giving us more requirements that okay build this also i need inventory management also i need uh, you know uh, crm also i need this program loyalty program also so they started giving you know raising lot of voice you know to build this product further so we were going nowhere we were just you know trying to build feature after feature module after module not working on any price segment nothing so uh, almost for a year you know we were totally focused towards india market 
we had no clarity about you know what is our segment who will get maximum value from the product whom we should target so uh, with a minimum ticket size we started, we were just acquiring the customers so you know it it looks big numbers so we could acquire 200 customers 250 customers within a year time uh but uh, in terms of mrr or growth we were not uh, literally going anywhere yeah so that is where after a year uh, you know we kind of realized that you know this is not uh, the way we can really scale so even though we were building product product was uh, uh, you know getting bigger and bigger but uh, you know we were not going uh, uh, bigger uh, in in proportionate to the product or the value we are generating so that is where the idea came okay let's you know start with uh, another market you know another geography uh, so that's where we decided okay we'll go global we'll not just stick to the india market so and in the, in india market uh, more things started coming up where you know people started copying our product and you know they were selling one tenth of our price so a lot of uh, you know uh, problems came in india market however our product was pretty unique in terms of you know having the real domain automotive uh, domain knowledge and you know very in depth uh, uh, understanding of the processes and things like that so we uh, we thought okay we'll uh, not focus on india market and uh, that is where 2018 end uh, we know, you know we launched another version of the product for global <laughs> market <laughs> so Uh, and to our surprise the moment we launched the product within first month uh, we got our first paying customer from middle east market uh, who who was paying us 10 times of what we were getting from india market <laughs> so wow. that was like a shock for all of us okay this is the value of our product and this is the you know these kind of people we need you know who will get maximum value from our, our product so that is where i would say we saw you know hope end of the tunnel and uh, we thought okay yeah uh, global is the way to go so uh, we, and and it it happened by chance that you know first few cu- customers we acquired from middle east and uh, some of the customers you know they were pretty good in you know uh, they helped us to build the product to do the market fit basically because if you think about middle east market uh, there are not many i mean we were lucky enough that there were not many competitors that point in time and uh, uh, even though the competitors from other geographies they were not having arabic language support or the vat support whatever legal support is required to be in a, in any business product so these customers only helped us to you know fill fill those gaps yeah. and uh, by quarter 1 2019 uh, we were very much clear that you know this is the way forward this is the geography we are going to focus and that's where we started you know seeing the growth one thing i want to go back to there's actually there's a few things but one thing i want to go back to on that note when you said you're going to go launch global and expand outside the indian market what did that entail exactly like what did you do to expand globally so one thing is uh, uh the indian product was more for the indian needs you know indian market is not mature and uh, you know highly unorganized to be honest on one side it is opportunity but on the other side uh, uh, to scale the business uh, you know it was not sufficient enough when i say global market in terms of product we actually built a new product line for global market where whatever mistakes we did in the indian product we refined all that and uh, with a better architecture better modules you know and uh, 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 more mature processes because there the workshops are more you know uh, 
bigger and uh, you know they do very very high ticket size and things like that so we actually rebuilt the product for global market gotcha so, and through that as well then rebuilding the product for the global market what were some of those how are you i guess getting the insights as to what the global market needed or wanted from the product to even create the product in the first place so yeah so so we actually studied some of the um, competitors products you know uh, which were yeah. us based uh, and uh, we could figure out you know some of the things which uh, we should definitely build with that study uh, we we did that study and then you know added uh, some of the modules in our product kind of add on module so uh, so the whole architecture was changed so uh, where we built the architecture in a way that you know the the same uh, product can be used for a small workshop it can be used for a bigger workshop it can be used for a chain of workshop also so so we made it everything plug and play because we knew that you know if going forward we have to do kind of value based pricing uh, it has to be modular everything has to be modular so yeah. that was a big change uh, what we did in the product and you mentioned then in 2019 Q1 getting clear on the Middle East that that was that was a market you knew you wanted to you be in and made it very clear you got a customer from there already. What were some aspects of that market that just made a really good fit for Garage Plug? Yeah, so one as I told you the Middle East uh, uh, market, you know, there were not uh, many players because uh, uh, even if there are a lot of players in US market, but uh, they don't support Arabic language and you know they don't sell in Middle East market. Yeah. So uh, when quarter one, uh, you know, we just did not decide just just like that. We did not decide to go to Middle East market. Actually, me and Rohit, we uh, did visit to Dubai, Abu Dhabi and some of the places physically. So in quarter one, like February, we both went for, uh, for a 10 days trip. OK, we thought, OK, it is going to be fun trip, but <laughs> it turned out to be a very, very hectic trip. So we thought, okay, let's go there. We got, you know, few customers and now let's go there and understand, you know, who are these people who are paying us and, you know, uh, what is this market all about? So I think that was the best decision. We best thing we did that point in time. Uh, we both went to Dubai for 10 days and before going there, you know, uh, I did all sort of, you know, outbound marketing, contacting different people over phone, doing cold call, whatnot, you know, for almost one week. And got at least 20, 30 appointments from a lot of, you know, bigger workshops in Dubai. And when we landed there, uh, the Dubai, the, the market is like, you know, each all the workshops are at, in one place. You know, they are next to each other. So there are thousands of workshops, auto repair shops. Wow. So every day we will go with a mission, you know, uh, to talk to at least 20, 30 workshops, 20, 30 people. So uh, we will go, we'll walk almost 10, 15 kilometers every day, knock each and every door, show our product, five minutes, minute product demo we'll give. And out of 20 people, at least 10 people will appreciate the product and they will give their cards. And, you know, uh, so so that was a, you know, very, very uh, uh, tiring exercise, but very eye opener uh, exercise. Uh, it was for us where, you know, we could clearly see, oh, these people are literally struggling and they, they can pay anything to, you know, solve their problem. And uh, that point in time in, in that market, you know, there were not many uh, products. They were using very clunky old school type softwares or they were on pen and paper or using, uh, you know, Excel sheets. And they had no idea where is their business, 
what is the situation of workshop how many cars coming staying going out nothing no idea so we could feel the pain and one good thing happened that those 10 days whatever we we had spent on hotel flight and everything you know we could recover that by closing four five deals within those 10 days there wow. so so after coming back we actually had 70 hot leads and uh, you know four five we already could close there so that was you know a big big eye opener yeah this is the market you know we should at least uh, you know start with and uh, at least acquire all these customers whatever we can see so so yeah so that was the thing and we we had huge conviction because we physically met all those people we talked to them and many of them you know they were telling that you know we we want this kind of software we were searching for something like this <laughs> by automotive expert so they themselves were very very excited so that is yeah. where we decided yeah this is the market and uh, uh, and we just thought okay let's focus on one geography and uh, make the product fit for these people Yeah, and one of the things I want to talk about with that is you mentioned the early customers and getting your first few in in India, and then you find this market. You have interest in the Middle East. You go there, which is this is an incredible story. And I appreciate you sharing that. How has the evolution of pricing gone for you, Shubha? Yeah, so pricing was a big uh, you know roller coaster thing for us. So uh, we had no idea what to uh, what to price this product, but uh, you know then uh, luckily we. uh we got enrolled to a program called upekha and uh, uh, that is where we learned okay uh, pricing means we it has to be value based pricing so what we did we actually did a very very uh, exhaustive exercise where as i told you the, the way we built the product it was completely modular you know if you use one module if you, if you use this module you will pay you will get this value and you can pay this much so we broke down the whole product into different different you know modules which are giving a certain you know worth of either money or time saving so we did this humongous exercise and based on that we actually uh, came up with our pricing model which was you know uh, uh, different different packages you know uh, at different different prices and yeah. the typical model was you know user base and module base so how many users you buy or how many modules you take based on that you pay so uh, any point in time people can downgrade or upgrade the product so that that thing worked pretty well because you know it was kind of win win for uh, for us also and for the customer also from that as well then how did you decide on the free trial versus versus a different business model I, i'm curious as to if that's if that's changed for you over time or that as well yeah so so actually um, uh, initially we were actually giving 15 days of free trial you know 2 weeks of free trial Yeah. and then we realize that you know giving two weeks of free trial uh, the kind of product we have built it is very easy to use and anybody from automotive industry you know within a day he can explore everything yeah because these are the real operational problems if he is able to create one job job card means he is able to explore you know 80% of the product so uh, we started with two weeks free trial and then we realized you know people start and then you know it just remains there you know they don't have any urgency to uh, use it to to the full so we reduced it to one week free trial and that worked pretty well for us because the moment one week uh, free trial uh, you know is supposed to get over they will ask for extension or they will contact us or they will ask what is it all about or I mean what is the pricing and things like that so of course we had this kind of a model where one week free trial we we are giving and then after that you know 
if required, we do extension or, uh, you know, people can subscribe. For you at Garage Plug as well, then what is the, what's the, the growth model in terms of, are you kind of a typical SaaS sales model, sales, like development reps and everything? Like how does that work in terms of today and how you're acquiring customers? Yeah. So that point in time, as I told you, you know, we were literally doing field visit to understand people, understand requirements. So in our first six months of this Middle East, uh, you know, uh, customer acquisition uh, exercise, we, we were used to travel, generate leads, come back. So it was more of outbound model. And from, uh, uh, you know, CAC point of view and all, it doesn't work well, you know, the kind of audience yeah. we were targeting. Uh, but during that whole exercise, we could actually find the channel uh, which can give us leads. And to our surprise, we never thought that that is the channel which will give us a lot of leads every day. And uh, we could figure out, you know, our inbound channel. And that is, you know, Facebook and Instagram. So during our visits, our customers only told we are always on Instagram. All these garages are <laughs> always on Instagram. And, you know, they do a lot of ads or they, they do a lot of postings, videos. They're literally crazy about putting videos on Instagram. So we could find that channel and today our uh, complete sales is inbound sales. So we are, uh, thanks to this COVID also, <laughs> so we are no yeah. more doing any visits. Everybody, you know, we get the leads through our channels and, uh, you know, we pitch them the product, give the demo and uh, close it. So it's a complete uh, inbound, uh, uh, you know, uh, sales we are doing now. And uh, from the team point of view, we have a sales process uh, established very much, very clear cut sale, inbound sales processes there. And uh, uh, we have uh, sales uh, representatives and they take care of end-to-end -end sales. For you then in the business today, how is your time mostly spent today? So my time today, uh, to be honest, uh, I am. Uh, we are in a little bit of transition phase uh, because we... Uh, we started with Indian market with a very low ticket size, then went to the global market, uh, you know, 10th of that, I mean, 10 times of the ticket size. And now <laughs> recently, um, uh, you know, we are fortunate enough, we have actually cracked two enterprise deals, big OEMs. So, uh, so that is like, you know, a big, big boost uh, to the whole business altogether. What uh, uh, MRR we could add in one year, we have added in few months because of these enterprise deals. So, so now, uh, you know, my, uh, uh, I am kind of, you know, uh, thinking, sitting and thinking how to transition from SMB to enterprise market. So, so uh, from the sales point of view, I think we have uh, the process in place and uh, we are at a level where the pipeline is, we, we, we have achieved, you know, predictable sales pipeline. So my time is more going in thinking right now, you know, how to transition <laughs> from SMB to enterprise so that is where I am right now. If you ask me, you know, from last. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> well, on that on that note, then Shubra, I would love to hear at least you know from a high level view of like how are you thinking through that transition? Because there's going to be other founders listening who are probably in a similar position. I would love to hear how you're thinking through even just the process of really selling more so into enterprise. Yeah. So, so see, I am also pretty new to this whole thing. So you know, sure. Yeah. I am. I am trying to learn from others. So, uh, but one thing is very, very clear, you know, uh, enterprise is a different ballgame altogether. So uh, it is very clear we need to uh, completely realign everything in terms of our own thought process, in terms of, of course, uh, you know, product roadmap, 
in terms of uh, you know organization alignment the kind of people we would need going forward you know down the line 6 months 8 months so so right now we are actually getting into a lot of uh, these kind of workshops where uh, we are uh, trying to realign every i mean we are thinking or planning to realign everything so we have yeah. not done anything it is very very recent <laughs> development uh, but that is where we are so it has to be you know we need to realign everything altogether yeah and one of the things you had talked about earlier that I want to go back to is upeka and going through that how did you decide to join the program and what other takeaways or things that were most useful for going through that i'd be curious to know so so uh, in my whole business journey you know joining upeka was the best decision <laughs> i would say <laughs> uh, because uh, you know we had no idea where we are going so uh, so we joined upeka uh, we had good uh, you know uh, understanding about this program from you know our peers so we always wanted to get into this program and uh, so we we just we actually tried before also in 2018 i think but we were too early uh, f- to get into this program because we had not uh, uh, good clarity about you know how to go forward but then uh, 2019 march that is where we entered into upeka program and uh, there there are lot of learnings you know within upeka sprints uh, uh, you know if you know prasanna he was, they were used to ask us you know who is your uh, ideal customer so we will say any workshop is a variety customer <laughs> okay so that was a big thing okay and that was a very very hard learning that these small workshops are not our ideal customer our ideal customers who are going to get best biggest value you know big value from the product they are very big workshops you know <laughs> very yeah. big workshops or uh, you know chains of workshop or the workshops who are at dealership level that is the kind of product we have built so realizing this and then starting to sell to those uh, you know kind of outlets we now we are selling to outlets where there are 20 outlets 200 outlets so you know so that clarity itself was a big thing and then of course you know uh, focus so uh, this was one big thing which uh, uh, we learned as part of upeka that you know unless you have focus focus in terms of you know uh, uh, the customer segment focus in terms of uh, geography uh, so until unless you have this focus you are kind of trying out everything and uh, you know <laughs> it's very difficult to get get to the uh, get get success basically so so all these things were very hard learning and uh, uh, upeka's model is more of pull model you know they will uh, tell you but you know they'll not force you <laughs> but you have to learn from your own yeah so 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 lot of clarity in terms of you know uh, problem road map or problem value deciding on the pricing strategies or go to market or the uh, traction channels all these things were very very clear and specifically as i told you the uh, you know customer segment or ideal customer who is uh, the ideal customer persona so that was a big thing what we realized uh, after some time i mean it took us very long time to realize this yeah and one one of the things with that it obviously it changes as you go about choosing different customers and you go off their feedback but take me through a little bit more on kind of the product roadmap the features that you've decided to build because you're getting feedback from customers I'm sure all the time but how do you kind of prioritize which ones you want to develop what where do you want to focus your time on yeah so basically we are uh, roadmap is totally driven by the problems you know problem roadmap yeah 
so uh, so and we are pretty open very connected to our customers because you know all are from industry and we want to learn from them they want to learn from us so it's all you know what we are building is more relationship based uh, business model so i have very good relationship with all the customers we talk a lot with them we are now even giving some services to them so so that way you know uh, whenever customer comes with any wish list it goes to our backlog and then we we have a process where we see okay what is the value of this problem you know if you solve this problem uh, how much a person can pay and what is that he is going to get back uh, so there are certain factors to decide you know uh, the priority or urgency of a specific problem and how many people are asking if there are 20 people they are asking to solve this problem they are ready to pay for that then we definitely prioritize that so this is a very very simple process which we are following and that process is giving very good direction for the product because the moment we build any module or feature in the product you know driven by the uh, customer problems the rest let's say if 20 customers they want this to be solved the moment that module is rolled out all other 100 customers they they start pinging us how did you build i wanted this <laughs> before i i am asking you so so yeah so it's purely driven by uh, you know uh, their uh, problem and how big is the problem one other thing that we haven't really discussed a lot yet i know you mentioned earlier on the co-founders of your business which you've gotten some great people on board but how have you gone about building out the team as you've grown garage plug yeah so we uh, building team um, that's again you know a little bit uh, hectic exercise uh, <laughs> we did a little bit mistakes initially so uh, you know we we built a big sales team initially you know with indian market context yeah. and uh, you know hired some big shots big people all that and nothing worked actually we had to clean up everything and now at this stage whoever people are in the team they are actually you know we hired them fresh out of college i mean you will uh, i mean sometimes even we are surprised are all you know high performance people the whole team they are all average experiences you know 1.5 to 2 years so we actually took people from fresh out of college we mentored them we worked with them and now you know so they are pretty much in our value system because for us all three co-founders you know for us uh, values fundamentals all these things are very very important so 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 right now our most of the team what we have built we have built ourselves so we have taken freshers on board we uh, you know coached them we mentored them you know taught them everything and now those people are pretty much performing very well i was just be really curious you mentioned that they're performing well now and you kind of have gotten younger less experienced people in so you can train them. i would love to hear more about the training or onboarding that goes into that if you've had success with it yeah yeah, yeah sure so so these people you know uh, the first part is selection of these people you know you will get hundreds of especially in india you know uh, uh, if you get into any college you will get hundreds of students who wants to apply or come so uh, our philosophy was very clear we wanted people who are you know who have business mind and who have this kind of a entrepreneur you know uh, thought process that they want to build their business in future so and they have some aspiration you know to do something big in their life 
so whenever we were you know recruiting people or you know students or going to colleges and all so this was the thought process and uh, we selected very limited you know few people uh, who have who had this kind of thought process so that itself was you know the first step actually so um, once these people are on board uh, then uh, you know uh, i myself let's say for, for the sales thing i designed the whole onboarding process where you know the the complete two week program for them where i was personally involved and <clears throat> you know teaching them giving them the material to read and you know doing lot of rehearsal related to pitches selling all that and similarly for the tech you know rohit was uh, building people and uh, uh, support success all that ashish was building people so we 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 are in our own domains we actually built the complete training program and uh, you know uh, uh, trained these people on our own so uh, because we had learned enough you know uh, how this business works so we kind of trained them based on our own learnings so now the situation is our tuning is pretty well so you know we all think similar and uh, you know uh, the the value system is good and uh, you know very very open frank uh, so so it's pretty much you know how we are working we are total 15 people and it's all like a family to be honest so, yeah oh that's great I, i mean it's it's great and it's obviously there's a lot more that's going to be happening soon especially as you're looking to you know, branch out into enterprise a bit more and focusing in that segment for other entrepreneurs out there who are building SaaS companies um you've already obviously already mentioned a number of things but is there anything else that we maybe haven't talked about or even just something you would like to highlight for other SaaS founders out there of what they should know or think about as they're building their companies yeah so one thing is like you know because i also hear a lot people building products and you know thinking about business so one thing which uh, i want to you know communicate to all founders is you know uh, just building product is not building business so you know uh, look at the problem value how big is the value and how many people are ready to pay for that uh, you know that product so do all that evaluation before you get into product business launch or you know uh, get into this path so that is one thing and another thing is uh, you know it needs a very strong head and thought process uh, getting into business so so that thought process is everything i mean it's all mind game all together so uh, so anybody you know thinking of business or startup uh, you know uh, you have to be always positive so your thinking your mind uh, uh, so the positivity is is a big thing so if you are getting into uh, this kind of a you know journey always being positive is the key to <laughs> so so this is my message to you know people who want to get into this journey Yeah, I I appreciate that. And what has been uh, I know you mentioned Upeka which was really helpful and impactful for you as you as you said. Have there been any particular books that have been helpful for you or are there any podcasts that you listen to that's helpful as you've kind of gone along your journey too? Mm, I'm not a uh, you know book reader so I don't read a lot of books so I am a more of a personal like I meet people a lot. So Yeah. My way of working is you know I personally meet people, talk to them. and build the relationship learn from them or coach them so typically from upekha point of view i think upekha tribe itself was uh, you know uh, it has huge uh, you know role in garage plug building 
so uh, uh, the kind of ecosystem uh, we have built in opekha the kind of you know tribe we have built uh, yeah. we feel like uh, that is another bigger family to be honest <laughs> so, so i love it really really helpful you know if you have even little little problem let's say we were doing this enterprise sale and you know getting into lot of contracts and agreements this that within a day you know we got all sort of support within opekha tribe so so any kind of resource you need it is available there so it's it's a big ecosystem all together so yeah you so i don't need any book or anything i just go and talk to people and you know get the get the things solved yeah i mean it's so great to be part of a community and have that and i think with people i've had a number of people on the show who've been through whether it be like a tech stars or y combinator other accelerators incubators that you have a community of people who are starting businesses or have started businesses and that can be so helpful as you're building your own company to just kind of bounce ideas off and i know as i've worked on my various ventures over the years as well i mean having people that i can talk to about the ideas i have and the struggles the many struggles yeah. that will inevitably happen uh, is is really important and has been really helpful for me and one of the last questions i have for you shubra is just how do you recharge outside of work Okay so my typical way uh, I think I told you I have a big family here in Bangalore <laughs> okay mm-hmm. my yep here my uh, brother is here my sister is here so you know uh, we quite often we do family get together and uh, that is the place I get recharged and uh, you know have a big uh, friend circle also so um, and i have huge you know experience in working with various multinational companies so each and every company you know there is a group <laughs> so, <laughs> so so any time i feel i mean most of the time i need not to think there are people around so that is where i get recharged you know talking to people spending time with them or partying with them <laughs> yeah and and one of the last things I'm wondering, just because I, I don't know if it's, I wonder how it's affected it. Has the COVID situation and pen, the pandemic, how has that affected Garage Plug, if at all? Yeah. So the moment COVID thing started, uh, you know, it started giving us some pretty bad signals. Okay, because uh, because of COVID, uh, specifically in India market, everything was closed, complete shutdown. so uh, so we we were actually not getting uh, you know all subscriptions were kind of stopped however i mean we we are into annual subscription model so not a huge impact but you know we were very much worried uh, that if this goes on for long time what will happen so there was a period two three months where you know it was kind of flat or dipped but but it 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 uh, it helped us in other way where you know our major focus market was middle east market where we were actually struggling to bring these people online for demos you know to show them the value all that so now because of covid those people were very very open to come to zoom calls so and during the covid period we even you know ended up launching a new i mean it's the similar thing garage plug only but you know we built so many other customer facing modules and we launched launched a complete new platform called as touchless auto service and that got a lot of traction and uh, and uh, and because of covid only uh, you know we started you know getting lot of leads for this touchless auto platform and right now you know uh, after post covid our sales pipeline is more productive Oh, wow. So so it started with a you know a very very uh, let's say uh, a bad signal where we were also worried a lot 
but then it ended up with a very very uh, you know uh, bright thing altogether where we got lot of advantage of uh, uh, you know uh, people going digital people being open to online services or these kind of platforms because they care, cannot survive their business if they don't have their business online they cannot survive so so that was a big uh, you know business boost for us yeah and it's it's, it's interesting how different ways it's been affected in terms of covid and how it's affected people but i'm um, glad to hear you're doing well and where can people go to learn more about garage plug and connect with you if they would like to as well so i think anybody wants to connect with me i'm more you know a uh, person who would want to you know talk to people more <laughs> okay and uh, <laughs> hear listen so you can always reach me at my email shubhra@garageplug.com i am on linkedin as well so you can search for my profile and uh, you know anytime ping me message me and i always reply people <laughs> so yeah so these are the ways you can always contact me i and i would be very very happy if somebody contacts me <laughs> perfect and shubha thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today thanks a lot justin it was fun <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Go Grind. If you want to follow along on the socials for all things Just Go Grind and with me as well, you can find Just Go Grind on Instagram and Twitter at Just Go Grind. You can find me on Twitter at JustinGordon212. Find me on Instagram, JustinGordon8. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.